Hey everybody, welcome to The Favorite Show, the podcast where we talk about our favorite things. Every week we pick a different topic to discuss, and since best can be subjective, we talk about the things that are our favorites. My name's Aaron. And I'm Shannon. And I'm Alex. Welcome, Alex. Welcome back to the show. It's always good to have you. First off, I want to apologize, listeners, if my voice sounds weird. I've had a cough for the last week or so, and uh, I actually feel pretty good right now, but I feel like my voice, at least to me, sounds really scratchy. So if it <laughs> sounds scratchy to you, I apologize. But also, honestly, having my, my voice be a little bit rougher maybe is good for this week's topic. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that in a second. Before we get there, I do have one email I want to read from Catherine. Catherine Catherine, always good to hear from you. Uh, she wrote in about her favorite TV theme songs. She says, hi, favorite show friends. TV theme songs are my jam. Growing up, I had half a dozen CDs of just TV theme songs. Wow. There's a little overlap, but here's a list of my favorite TV songs. I'll do I'll do my best not to go overboard. <laughs> uh, Family Ties, Growing Pains, Hill Street Blues, The Monkees, The Twilight Zone, Clarissa Explains It All, Saved by the Bell, Full House, where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, Home Improvement, Unsolved Mysteries, Star Trek The Original Series, and Star Trek Next Generation, Quantum Leap, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Today's Special, Cheers, Welcome Back, Cotter, Batman, Mission Impossible. Okay, I'll stop there. Can't wait for next week, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> That's a good list. I forgot about a few of those. Yeah, it is. Now I'm curious which Batman is she talking about, like Adam West or animated series? Cause, oh, like, yeah. Two very different vibes, I yeah, feel but, like. But both great. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah, That's for how funny. many we had, I realized after the fact, I forgot about the Spider-Man theme song, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, good there's so many good one. ones. Uh, well, I think that's all the updates that I have uh, for this week. You guys have anything else you want to talk about before we jump into this week's topic? Oh, yes, actually. I was thinking, I know I had one. I couldn't remember it. So when you were here visiting, our aunt brought us pie from a place in St. George, and I wanted to add that as an update to a favorite pie that she brought. Oh, oh it was from Croshaw's or Crawshaw's or something. I don't remember what it was. In St. George, Utah, and it was this delicious lemon pie, and she said they're known for their pies, that they do a lot of like savory and sweet and all that. So Yeah, that was a good that. pie. That was super good. Joyce, if you're listening, thank you. That was yeah. such a good pie. <laughs> Also, it was good to see you, but that pie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's funny. Oh, well, I guess with the updates out of the way, we can get on to this week's topic, which is our favorite metal bands. And I have to uh, do a quick (laughs) shout out to to Catherine. I actually saw her just this morning giving her a ride to the airport, and I mentioned that uh, unfortunate timing. Today, we're talking about metal bands, and she is traveling, uh, dropped her off at the airport, and she'd gone for about a week. So she would be so great for this topic and have so much to contribute. So we may have to uh, actually get on with her separately and record record with her some of her favorites because I know metal metal and hard rock and stuff is kind of her jam. But that's why we have Alex here because Alex <laughs> is also a real metal head, I guess you'd say. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I like my fair share of metal. I'm excited to hear. Uh, I always love hearing new bands and stuff like that. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say, Catherine. Yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely get together because Catherine, I know that would turn into a very very long email, so it might just be quicker to get together and record. So we'll <laughs> we'll we'll plan something. We'll figure something out. Uh, so I went to Wikipedia and I pulled up the entry for heavy metal music, and it says in the first paragraph, heavy metal or simply metal is a genre of rock music that developed in the 1960s and early 70s, largely in the UK and United States. 
With roots in blues rock, psychedelic rock, and acid rock, heavy metal bands developed a thick, monumental sound characterized by distorted guitars, extended guitar solos, emphatic beats, and loudness. <laughs> These are, this is a perfect <laughs> description. I love that. I also thought it was really interesting. I scrolled down to subgenres, and there are a lot. So I opened the separate Wikipedia page that is heavy metal genres. Let me just read through a bunch of these. So there's alternative metal, avant-garde metal, black metal, Christian metal, crust punk, death metal, doom metal, extreme metal, folk metal, glam metal, gothic metal, grindcore, grunge, industrial metal, kawaii metal, Latin metal, <laughs> metalcore, neoclassical metal, doi, uh, oh, I can't pronounce it, it's German of some kind, <laughs> post-metal, power metal, progressive metal, speed metal, symphonic metal, thrash metal, and traditional heavy metal. And even within these, there's like subgenres. Like I was, I saw folk metal, and I was like, wait a minute, that what's, what's that one? And folk metal is, unsurprisingly, metal that also has folk music, folk instruments in it. Derivatives include Celtic metal, pirate metal, and pagan metal. <laughs> There's, so, you found Alex's favorite uh, section. Got, <laughs> I was going to say, I've got a pirate and a pagan metal in my list. I love it. It's so good. Well, it's funny. I just was scrolling through and it had some examples and it has some band called Stone of Erech. And I was like, hey, that's from Lord of the Rings. I know that. So anyway, so many things. Also, Shannon, you ever heard of kawaii metal? Yeah, baby metal. They're great. I was going to say, <laughs> if anybody knew about it, it would be you. So yeah, band, <laughs> bands like Dazzle Vision, Baby Metal, and Lady Baby. Uh, it's basically a fusion of power metal and J-pop. So it's, it's <laughs> think, pretty great. Think Egretzico in that is it the last season where she's in like the <laughs> yes! pop or the idol group or whatever. It's basically that. So yeah. in but in real life. Anyway, I I think metal is so fascinating because because it's there's there's such a wide range of of things in metal. I feel like especially when I was a kid growing up, when I heard when I thought of metal, I thought of like dark and like people singing about like Satan and you know like really like <laughs> awful like it was like the darkest most intense thing. And there's part of it, right? There's a there's a genre for that, but there's a lot of other metal that that is, is a real wide range of, of musical stuff. Like we said, there's that used to always be called heavy metal. Now people just call it metal because there's so much. But like it's also it's also been interesting to see the development in the late '60s, early '70s of these bands that people talk about as early influences and developers of metal. Uh, I see on lists all the time Led Zeppelin and AC/DC. You know, I listen to them and I think, oh yeah, they're like a great like classic hard rock. But I don't think of them as metal compared to what I hear today. But I think that's just because there was this slow evolution as the, uh, even even just the evolution of, of instruments and guitar amps uh, that allowed for thicker and heavier distortion, the, the changing of drum sets with more cymbals and the double bass drum pedal, you know, stuff like that, that really has evolved to what we have now. It's, it's kind of cool to see where it's gone yeah. and how it's branched off and, you know, the, the glam metal of the, of the eighties and whatnot. It's it's kind of cool seeing seeing everywhere it's been. It's fun. Well, and it's funny because I think it was actually just a week ago now. Alex and I were having this conversation because yeah, you came to town, you visited, and, and we, we kind of joked, and we ended up listening to a bunch of metal as we were driving around town with mom and dad. <laughs> Our parents. <laughs> I in remember the car. telling <laughs> yes. Well, and I remember laughing about it with Alex after the fact because I was like, you know, same as what you were just saying that like in my mind, metal has always been like dark and scary, or has been very like guttural screaming kind of lyric. 
lyrics. But then the stuff we were listening to was like pirate P-A-R-T-Y and I, <laughs> I'm a dwarf and I dig in a hole and like all this other stuff that I'm like, this is not like angry, angsty, dark lyrics or anything. So what is metal? And so, and like some of the music we were listening to as well, I was like, this is this feels more hard rock than metal to me. And it was interesting because the internet basically had no answers for us because there were, <laughs> there were a lot of forums and even like the Wikipedia page seemed like they kind of changed their mind halfway through the article that there were so many forums of people saying, well, this is what's considered metal. This is what's considered heavy rock. And then other people saying you can't call a band one genre because most of the time they don't consider themselves one genre. It depends on their song. It depends on their album. It depends on a lot of things. And and, you know, it was interesting even looking up on Spotify, some classic metal playlists had like Led Zeppelin, Nine Inch Nails, Twisted Sister, ACDC, Pink Floyd, Aerosmith, bands that I half the time would not consider to be metal. <laughs> so yeah. it was really interesting to see this very blurred line sometimes between hard rock and metal. Yeah, well, and I think it, it kind of just underlies that metal developed from rock. And even now, like as, as distinct as metal is, it still is basically a subgenre of rock when you when it get right down to it. So it's 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 interesting seeing the evolution. And yeah, like the the where is that line and what crosses over? Because like Foo Fighters are a hard rock band. Like I listen to their their the distortion on their guitars and all the stuff. Like the way Dave Grawl like can really like get down there and scream, you know. But like I wouldn't call Foo Fighters a metal band. I would call them a rock band. So what is it that yeah. cha- that changes from? Foo Fighters to insert metal band name here, right? Like it's, it's, it, they are very subtle. So I do think as a guitar player, there is a, uh, a difference in the type of distortion, the way that the guitars, uh, with overdrive and stuff are metal has like this certain kind of thickness to it. I'm trying to think of how else to describe it, but mm-hmm. like the saturation of the tone, uh, in metal is so like thick, uh, that has a, has a specific sound. And anyway, I feel like you know it when you hear it. And uh, there's <laughs> there's so many good genres or subgenres in here that are fun. Um, we definitely will have a playlist, and uh, I don't know. There probably there might be a handful of of explicit songs in there, but honestly, most of the songs I was I was kind of prepping my uh, my playlist to to send to Shannon so we can combine them later. And I don't think there were any actually explicit lyrics in the songs that I picked for uh, my contributions, the bands I want to talk about. So there might there might be a few in there, but, you know, again, metal is not just all, like, devil worship, swearing, and just the vilest stuff. Like, it's, it's, it's not, that, that's not what defines metal. And so I feel like we've got a fair amount in this playlist that will be not explicit language. So uh, give it a try and get pumped up. That's the other thing about metal is it's, it's got this, <laughs> this way to really get you going, you know, like that was part of why we were playing some of this stuff for our dad is to, with his exercise that he likes to do and, and whatnot. He's always looking for music that kind of helps, you know, get you pumped up and get the, get, get motivate you to, to keep your, keep your pace up and whatever. And we're like, well, we got, we got some stuff, Alex, especially you, your list, <laughs> you're going to have a good list here, but you know, you got some stuff that you listen to and you just feel heroic, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Sure. Well, Alex, you want to start us off? I mean, I can, I guess. Yeah. We you I think you have the longest list. list, of all list. Of us, so, so maybe uh, maybe yeah, Alex, if you want to if you want to kick it off, if you're okay with that. This right. is maybe one of your favorite genres, so. Yeah, definitely. I think uh <laughs> I'll try I'll try and get to as many as I can, but if I'll do honorable mentions if we don't. Sounds um, good. but I'm going to I'm going to kind of do so we were talking about the genre and what defines it and I feel like 
ACDC kind of crosses the line between metal and rock and roll. And they're classified in Wikipedia as metal music. Like that's one of their genres that they're put under. And so I'm going to put them, I'm going to do them as my number one because that was kind of my introduction uh, in high school to like hard rock and metal music was ACDC. But ACDC, uh, I'm sure everyone knows, but they were founded uh, in Australia in 1973 by the two brothers, Malcolm and Angus Young. And one of the reasons why they are my favorite is Angus Young just like puts on this like spectacular show when he performs. Like he just, he's the, he's the lead guitarist and his brother Malcolm is the, uh, uh, rhythm guitarist. And, uh, Angus just like puts on this, like this elaborate show. Like I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, his like costumes he's worn to, to concerts and stuff like that. And Jack Black's costume in, uh, in School of Rock is kind of a, I, I think it's a tribute to that because it's very similar yeah, type it's thing. Like, it's like the, the schoolboy uniform, right? Like, yeah. Very, well, like very common. Like the overall looking things, yeah. with, but with shorts and stuff. Their favorite album of mine is probably uh, Back in Black from 1980, but they're just so good. They're, they've been, I mean, they've, they're still technically playing today and that's a band i would love to go see live i have not seen acdc live but it's one that i would love to go see live but their members are angus young phil rudd cliff williams brian johnson and stevie young and uh yeah just just some great music from acdc i mean all of like iron man which is also one of my big nerd nerddoms is oh, yes. Marvel comics. <laughs> All of like the Iron Man movies, like R2, ACDC and stuff like that. And so when I heard heard that when the first Iron Man movie came out in 2008, I was just nerding out to the fullest extent. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of ACDC. I would love to see them live as well. Incidentally, I've mentioned the our ukulele band that I joined recently, and we do a lot of uh, non-ukulele music, pop and rock and stuff like that. We're currently in the process of learning Thunderstruck. So nice, <laughs> that's a good one. It's a lot of fun. It's it's sounds very different on a on a group of fifteen ukulele players, but it's it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shannon, you want to go next, or should I go next? It doesn't matter. I'll go next. Uh, so the first one I want to talk about, I was looking through my list and, and again, trying to find, you know, where is, where is the line between rock and hard rock and metal? And, uh, you know, like I said, I have ACDC on my list and, and, and a few others, you know, Led Zeppelin and stuff that I personally think of them as more of a hard rock rather than metal. So I was trying to think of what, what bands do I love that I feel like are purely a metal band. And so the one that goes to the top of my list is a band called Dream Theater. And I, I've talked about them briefly in some past episodes because of some of their members. So Dream Theater is an American progressive metal band that was founded in 1985 in Boston. Uh, the band is comprised of John Petrucci, uh, who I'm pretty sure I mentioned in our favorite guitarist episode is their lead guitarist. Uh, John Myung on bass, Mike Portnoy on drums, David Labrie on vocals, and Jordan Rudess on keyboards. And I know I mentioned him when we talked about our favorite keyboard players. They are a prog metal band, so meaning you can think of a, a progressive rock band and something like Rush, which again kind of you know blends, uh, kind of blurs the lines as, as as an early influence of metal. But you think about songs from Rush like YYZ, where there are very intricate changes in the tempo or the changes in the key signature that bounce back and forth. You know, it's not just a straight ahead four four time you know uh, Beatles song. No no shade at the Beatles. They had they did some interesting stuff. Anyway, not not like a straight ahead four four pop song or whatever. You know, not just standard. They're doing all kinds of crazy intricate stuff. So that's what Dream. Theater is 
all about. <laughs> they <laughs> they do have a very uh, heavy, you know, metal sound. And also, I feel like a trademark of these metal and especially progressive metal songs, they have some very long songs. Like, you'll see the, the couple of songs <laughs> I added to the list. There's one that's like four minutes long. It's kind of standard. But one of them I added is about 13 minutes long. So that's, <laughs> that's not uncommon for them. But I was introduced to Dream Theater by our friend Austin Cross. And I think... I think Dream Theater might have even been the first group that I listened to that I was like, oh, yeah, this is metal. Like, this is undeniably, you can't classify this as anything else. This is metal. But the incredible detail and intricacy of every member of this group, uh, John Petrucci is just an unbelievable guitar player. I added a couple of songs to the playlist, and he has some uh, where he has guitar solos, and I don't know how he plays this fast and that accurate. Like, it's kind of superhuman like beyond me how that happens but he's an unbelievable guitarist uh everybody in the group mike port mike portnoy is just a insane drummer jordan rudess is does unbelievable things on a keyboard i just think the whole group is is so good um and yeah these songs that that uh you know get you pumped up they're really high energy kind of intense songs but they're 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 very very good nice Shannon. Well, first one I better talk about is also probably my first metal band, and that is Dragon Force. Nice. That I discovered through good old Guitar Hero. Yes. So Dragon Force is a British power metal band. Yeah, they are listed as power metal, speed metal, progressive metal. They started in 1999 uh, from London, and they were formed by guitarist Herman Lee and uh, Sam Totman. They are known for their fast guitar solos, fantasy-themed lyrics, and retro video game-influenced sound. And they are so cool. (laughs) So cool. I don't feel like this is a band that I have listened to. Like, I definitely couldn't tell you any of their albums. I couldn't tell you most of their songs, but I could tell you, like, three or four. And those three or four songs are really cool. And Herman Lee is actually very uh, uh, prevalent online. He posts TikToks and, like, will stitch videos with people and he seems like just like a all-around pretty cool guy. So I feel yeah. like anytime someone does like some version of uh, of a Dragon Force song, like on some create like a bagpipes or something yeah. random or something like that, <laughs> yeah. he always like stitches it and is like, "Yeah, good job!" Like he's always like super supportive, and I'm yeah. like, "That's so cool." Yeah, he seems awesome. Anything to add for Dragon Force for you? So I was playing Aaron's Quest uh, two. And beat, we're playing Beat Saber on it, and I found a new uh, song by Dragon Force that is like one of my new favorites. That was uh, the power of the Saber Blade, and it's such a cool song. Like one of one of my new favorite songs by them. Well, and then from looking up that song on Spotify, you discovered a Zelda song by them. <laughs> Yeah. Power of the Triforce oh, or something. Triforce. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I rem- I remember being introduced to them in rock band or or guitar hero whichever one it was that yeah, through through the fire and flames was like the song that was like the hardest song of any song in that game and like even doing it on easy <laughs> mode was like so impossible and you know, you'd see videos online of people doing it on the most extreme mode and you're like, "How? How are they doing this?" And like, yeah, it's just it's a great song. It's so epic and stuff, but yeah, they all of their stuff is really good. I I like them. They uh they keep that trend going with Beat Saber. I played the easy mode of the <laughs> the power of the saber blade and 
Easy was so hard. It was so was funny fun, watching you too, because you put it on and we weren't <laughs> hearing. I didn't have it paired to the TV, so we weren't. We had been watching earlier, but it was just you. And as soon as the song started, your arms were just waving like crazy, and we were like, "Oh, he's doing something hard." <laughs> I think we were mid conversation. Both of us just like turned and looked at Alex. We're like, "Are you seeing this?" Like <laughs> arms just waving wildly. Oh, it was so funny. Oh no, Shannon has a video of me doing it. I just oh, show, I'm showing Alex the it. video. Right now, <laughs> send it over. I want to see. <laughs> oh yes, that's oh, funny. All right. Uh, so my next one is uh, we're gonna go with Glory Hammer. Yes, um, they're they're really good. I just uh, had you heard them before I introduced you to them recently. No, you were you were definitely the one who introduced me to them, and okay. I've listened to them a lot since you told me about them. <laughs> they're really good. They so Glory Hammer is a British power metal band founded by keyboardist Christopher Bowes who is the lead vocalist and guitarist for a different favorite band of mine I'll probably get to later called Ailstorm. Yeah. But Glory Hammer was founded in 2010 by Christopher Bowes. It has Ben Turk, Paul Templing, James Cartwright, Michael Barber, and Sozos Michael. And they are just this, uh, like I said, power metal, but they put lore into their music and uh, they have an entire storyline. So the the lead singer, uh, Sozos Michael, he is a character named Angus McFife. And he battles against... And like the band members are split into different groups. So there's the good guys and the bad guys in the band themselves. There's Angus McFife, who's a good guy. The Hootsman, who is the lead bassist. Um, is the, uh, uh, he's, he's a good guy. I'm trying to find the whole list. So Christopher Bowes actually plays the main villain to, he's, he's the one that also formed Ailstorm. He, he is Zargathrax, the evil sorcerer or (laughs) wizard, depending on what song. I love it so much. (laughs) But he, he's battling against Angus McFife and Angus has his, uh, giant war hammer that is the glory hammer he uses to battle against goblins and, dark wizards and uh, zombie unicorns that has been <laughs> converted to evil. What about the King of California? Isn't the he King the of band? California is the Hootsman. He's, he's oh, one of the good okay. guys, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then one of the generals of Zargathrax, I believe it's Ralathor, he plays the drums. Paul Templing is Sir Prolichius. And yeah, it's just, just a fun band, like... They are not an explicit band as far as I know. Like, I don't think they have any explicit so. songs. And, uh, but they're just epic and something that'll pump you up when you're going to the gym or just like doing dishes or something, whatever, whatever you want. Or oh, just dang. some good story to listen to. Because like the whole album will describe the story of the battle between good versus evil and stuff like that. Recently, I found a entire timeline of the Angus McFife universe and it branches <laughs> off. It's got like multiverses. <laughs> Their time is uh, like 10,000 BD, which is before Dundee, uh, or AD, or Anno Dundee, or after Dundee, and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's very, very fun, very cool band. And dang, Angus McFife over there with those like high notes. Jeez Louise. Yeah, he hits, he hits some real high notes. Um, they are a band that I have uh, seen live. I saw them last year live, and they put on one heck of a show. It's really fun. So epic. Yeah, when you, when you first introduced them, to me, like I was 
kind of just blown away. I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> it's so yeah. epic. It's so cool. But if you want a good introduction, it'll be in the album, in the, the playlist that Shannon's going to make. But a good introduction to them is their one of their new singles called Fly Away. Really good song to, to start out with. Get a get a feel of their like vibe. Um, but I'm going to go see them again in March next month if you want to come, Aaron. Nice. Yeah, I yeah. should. That sounds like it'd be an amazing show. They'll be in Salt Lake City. Nice. Uh, let's see. The next one I want to talk about is Linkin Park. I've talked about them before a little bit. I Linkin Park actually is interesting. They've covered a lot of different genres. So Wikipedia just refers to them as a as a rock band, but they over the course of their uh, over the course of their the the lifetime of this band, uh, they've covered a lot of different genres. Their early stuff is the stuff I mostly want to talk about. That was the most metal with with hip hop elements, and I think a lot of people kind of referred to it as as uh, new metal, uh, spelled N U new metal, alternative metal, which was kind of a popular thing in like the late 90s, early 2000s, where you had these elements of, you know, rock band, but with these very heavy guitars, very heavy drums. And in Linkin Park's uh, case, a uh, lot of hip hop and rap involved with it as well. I think their stuff is really, really good. So they are uh, a band from Aguara Hills, California, which is just down the street from me. The band's lineup consists of vocalists slash guitarist slash keyboardist Mike Shinoda, uh, lead guitarist Brad Delson, bassist Dave Farrell, DJ Joe Hahn, drummer Rob Borden, and vocalist Chester Bennington. Uh, Bennington passed away in 2017, which is when the band uh, disbanded. But they uh their their first album Hybrid Theory when it came out had several uh very popular songs came off of it in the end especially in the end was all over the radio they played that a ton but i there's something about the intensity of the music that i was really drawn to and they they do have you know in, in their lyrics they do kind of have some songs about feeling awful uh you know kind of addressing like having a rough day or having a rough life, I guess, or whatever. Their early albums were mostly uh, clean. They did have some explicit stuff in their later albums, but um, yeah, Hybrid Theory, I thought the whole album, start to finish, was really, really good and has just some really high-intensity, high-energy uh, music, and like I said, they'll have a couple of those on the playlist. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have heard in the end because it was so popular, but One Step Closer, Crawling, there's there's a bunch of stuff from that first album that are really good. Uh, second album also was, was very much in the same genre as they had later albums, uh, in fact, their very last one uh, from 2017 or 2016 or whatever was basically like a straight up pop album. Uh, so they covered a lot of a lot of ground. They had some electronic influence in it later on, but uh, they, I, all of it was very good. But specifically, the first two albums that were very much kind of that new metal, alternative metal, just really good high energy music i really liked it yeah i uh i also like listened to them uh in like high school and stuff like that and some of college and i really i really enjoyed them they're they're a really cool band yeah yeah for sure probably my most favorite metal band is one that i just discovered last year thanks to alex <laughs> and they're also a relatively new band as well they formed in 2013 and that is dance with the dead they are an american music duo formed in anaheim california by justin pointer and tony kim uh they are a blend of metal and electronica so their genres are listed as electronic rock synthwave 
heavy metal and dark synth wave. They are a band that Alex went to, was it Beast in Black? Yeah, I saw Beast in Black live and they opened. Yeah, so this band opened for Beast in Black and yeah, Alex never heard of them before and he came home and he was like, you gotta hear this band, they're so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I was hooked. Like, uh, there is not a song by this band that I don't like. And a lot of it is very similar, like with that's just kind of the nature, I feel like, of a lot of electronic music is that, you know, they there's a lot of similar vibes to a lot of their songs. So I couldn't necessarily be like, oh, yeah, my favorite song is March. This. Of, it's, it's March of the Dead. It's March with the Dead. But I, <laughs> <laughs> my second favorite song is Blank. I don't know. But like I could pull up whatever I've listened to a lot of and like I favored a lot of different songs by them. But they're very, very cool. And it's one that I kind of have asked song to song, album to album, like wait, so is this still metal? (laughs) Because they really do have such kind of uh, a fluid way with their music that it's not necessarily stuck in one lane or another, but it's all so, so good. And they don't have any lyrics in any of their music. So it's just all like... It's all instrumental, yeah. It's all instrumental, yeah, yeah. And it's really cool. There's the lead guitarist and then there's the bassist slash uh, keyboardist. Uh, And then they tour with a a drummer that um, I saw who was John Terry. I actually got, so when I went and saw them, I was like so hooked. I bought one of their shirts after the the concert and like the keyboardist slash bassist was there and I was like, hey, will you sign my shirt? So I have like a signature and I (laughs) I love that shirt so much. It's so cool. That's so cool. Their merch is also just really cool because they had like some uh, Black Friday sale and part of me was like, hey, Alex, will you buy me one of their shirts for like Christmas or something? (laughs) Because they're really cool. But I was like, I haven't ever seen them. Next time they're around, I'm going to go. But I do. I had never heard of them until just, I feel like it was maybe just last week when you first played some of their stuff for me. And I do love their blend of like the synth metal thing. Because when you think about it, like, like, you know, synth wave and like dark synth, like you can get some really cool, like heavy, cool stuff out of synthesizers. Even if you think of just like, I don't know, even like the Stranger Things soundtrack, right? Like it's a lot of synth heavy stuff, but it has a similar vibe to some of the, you know, metal things. It's a, it's a, it kind of makes a natural blend. That's really cool. But yeah, I've, I'm, yeah, I've listened to a lot of that since since you played it for me the, the last week or whenever that was. Yeah. Uh, is it back to you, Alex? Oh, back to me. Sorry. Uh, all right. So my next one, I uh, hinted at it with Gloryhammer. My next one is Ailstorm. Um, Ailstorm is a Scottish heavy metal band formed in Perth, Scotland, and their music is characterized as pirate metal <laughs> or Folk metal or power metal. It's so good. (laughs) Um, But they definitely lean very heavily into the pirate theme. The band consists of Christopher Bowes, Gareth Murdoch, Peter Alcorn, Elliot Vernon, and Mate Bodor. Probably butchered his name, and I'm sorry. But they... Uh, were formed back in, did I say 2004? Uh, and they just, their their albums are just very like, no other way to describe it, but like uh, uh, doing she san- s- sea shanties. Sea, sh- doing sh- sea shanties <laughs> with metal music. And they their music is a lot more explicit, but like they're really fun. It's a really fun band. They do have like a lot of good songs that are just joke songs um, they'll get stuck in your head too yeah definitely. <laughs> like, so good <laughs> uh they they sing about like um i don't want to live like on land i just want to live like on a boat i and i'm trying to remember like all the lyrics but they talk about like i'd rather live in a cardboard box 
like at sea than like in a nice house tied down and that kind of stuff. They sing about having a pirate, P-A-R-T-Y, pirate party time. It's pirate party time. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But yeah, they're they're a very fun band. I don't know if I uh, uh, shared any of theirs with you when you were just... When I was when I was doing a I think music you dump on you, yeah, no, I think I think we listened to some. It's it's very good. There, I almost accidentally just played some from my phone. You would have heard a little <laughs> a bad a bad sample. Oh no! But we'll uh, get them in the playlist. I also saw them live last year as well, and uh, that last year was my year of metal music live, <laughs> and they are very fun. They're a really cool band. They played with Glory Hammer, which kind of makes sense because. They share a band member, but uh, it was funny because they were joking about how they don't have any uh, wizards and and knights fighting goblins, that kind of stuff. And so they uh, put a watering can on one of the band tech's heads and poured uh, poured their drinks into <laughs> the band members' mouths <laughs> while they played a song. And it was just a goofy, goofy time. Well, so great. Isn't that also the band that instead of a mosh pit, they do a rowing pit? Oh, yeah. We definitely did that. We... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I mean, there was also a mosh pit, but like at one point, they're playing a song that is very rhythmic and like sea shanty. Did it? You did time. it. Uh, <laughs> and like half of the crowd got down. We're sitting on the floor and we're acting like we're like rowing a big old ship together, and it was just fun times. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh, it's fun. Let's see. Uh, the next one I want to talk about real quick is Metallica. Which should nice. surprise should surprise list. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so everyone is familiar with Metallica, but Metallica is a metal band that was formed in 1981, Los Angeles, with James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich are the the two kind of found still found, founding members that are still with it. They are known as one of the big four bands of metal, alongside Megadeth, Anthrax, and Slayer. Uh, Metallica's current lineup uh, also includes lead guitarist Kirk Hammett and bassist Robert Trujillo. It's funny, Metallica, even though they've they've been around for a long time, they were never a band I really listened to growing up because also we didn't listen to metal growing up because <laughs> it was too dark and scary. But I feel like Metallica is one of these groups, aside from just the name, obviously, uh, they were one of these ones that really took the, the genre, you know, in that evolution that was starting in the late 60s, early 70s, and you can hear the the slow transition and evolution and stuff. I feel like Metallica was one of those big groups that really took that next step firmly into metal uh, territory. You know, especially with Enter Sandman, which is such an iconic song. Uh, you know, just it's 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 that iconic headbanger metal song. It's so good. I actually was pleased to see a, a resurgence. I mentioned uh, Stranger Things a little bit before. There is a great scene in the latest season of Stranger Things that features Master of Puppets being played on guitar by a character in the show, and it's epic and it's so good and it's so funny because seeing online all these people who are like oh but oh well, look at all these like stranger things whoever's you know they're they're not real fans they're just coming because it's popular and to see uh the guys in metallica be like hey welcome anybody like we're thrilled to have you mm-hmm. along we don't care if you found our music through you know a tv show like welcome to the party <laughs> basically That's but so anyway cool. yeah i just i i just think metallica yeah they've got that that energy and they've got that that you know heaviness to them and stuff that just they they get you get you going every time you hear one of their songs they're really good they're also one that like are still going and i would love to see them live too they've been going yeah. since 81 and i mean still kicking it like still doing great yeah i haven't heard 
really much of their stuff since 2016 when they put out the Hardwired Self-Destruct album. But like, I mean, it's all it's all good stuff. Yeah. Shannon. Back to me. Sorry. So. Well, we mentioned them earlier. My next favorite, I'm going to talk about Baby Metal, so which cool. <laughs> is a weird little band, but wow, are they great. So they are, yeah, there's that kawaii metal, which kawaii is just Japanese for like cute, basically. J-pop, power metal, alternative metal is kind of what their list of genres are. And it's really interesting to listen to them and even just to look them up because it's these three Japanese women that like some of their singing is pretty cute and J-poppy and whatever. But then it's metal <laughs> that is playing in the background to, to their vocals and things. And so some of their music does have some screaming, which I don't love. I'm not into the screaming stuff, but they have some pretty awesome music still. They kind of started as this uh, from this desire of wanting to create a new genre, basically, that, you know, there was a lot of popular J-pop and stuff at the time. And then there was metal and they were saying, you know, why why can't there be both? Like, let's make something new and let's <laughs> let's try and combine these. And it was interesting because critics kind of were torn about it. There were some that were saying things like, this is just a novelty thing. This is not going to last. Like, it's kind of weird. And then other people were like, this is amazing. This is going to like be around forever. And they're still kicking. So yeah, they're pretty great. It's such an interesting genre. It's just... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... I don't know. It's I kind of like this idea of like, well, we have this thing and we have this thing. And what if we just shove them together? And then you're like, yeah, this is kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah. Turns out really good most of the time. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. For my next one, let's do Beast in Black, who are another band I saw last year as well. They were the ones that uh, that Dance with the Dead opened for. Um, but they are a Finnish power metal band uh, founded in, in Helsinki in 2015. Um, their members are Anton Kabanin, who is on the guitar, Yanis Papadopoulos, who is the lead vocals, and his his voice is just so melodic, and it'll make you melt. Kasperi Haikinen, I'm probably getting all these names wrong because they're Finnish. <laughs> I'm sure they're all listening and they're all very offended. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I love your guys' music so much. Mate Molnar and Ate Polgank. Kangas. I should have looked these up before. <laughs> See how to say You're good. doing great. Um, but they are a, a power metal, heavy metal band who have very like like 90s hair metal band themes um, where they're like singing about like conquering the beast or even becoming the beast. They're, they say that their influences are like Judas Priest, Black Sabbath, Manowar, that kind of stuff. And like they're just like really like rocking and like yes the thing is you brought up baby metal and when i went and saw them i was like following their whole tour live on like social media and stuff like that and they were uh and like at the the concert i saw they like jam out together like they're just like dancing synchronized like they're synchronized dancing and stuff like that they're they're head banging to the same beat and everything and almost choreographed but not, not yeah quite. <laughs> not really but like i don't know it's just yeah. fun and somebody commented on one of their videos and said like giving very like 
kawaii baby metal vibes. <laughs> and they're all kind of like, they're not like old band members, not like ACDC or Metallica, but they're like, they're, they're like, we don't know what this means, but we love it. <laughs> and that's what I love to see in a band. Like you said, for Metallica is like, I love it when people are like, I don't know what you're talking about, but like, welcome to the group. Like, please We're join happy us. happy to have you here. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're a really cool band. They've got some like electronica vibes to their music, especially with their most recent album, Dark Connection. Uh, their most recent album has like a lot of like electronica vibes. Uh, one Night in Tokyo is like their main song from that one that Shannon's like nodding her head over there. Mm-hmm. She loves that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, really cool stuff. I dig it. Uh, the last one I'm just going to mention real quick because I kind of want to just let you, Alex, go through your giant list, is Van Halen. And the funny thing is, I I do like the band Van Halen. I like a lot of their music, but I mostly wanted to do more or less a shout-out to Eddie Van Halen uh, as a metal guitarist. I feel like, <laughs> especially in, a, in a, a world of metal guitarists where so many can play so fast and play so intricately and stuff, I feel like we have to... I have to give the shout out to to Eddie Van Halen as one of the pioneers of that, right? Of being able to play fast and intricate and melodic and like really make a guitar sing in a way that you would never have thought of without the use of the high gain amps and stuff like that. Especially songs like Eruption, which will be definitely be on the playlist. I, I actually didn't add, maybe I should, uh, I didn't add Beat It by Michael Jackson because that's a pop song, but that guitar solo that Van Halen plays in that is that that's metal guitar right there right all the, yeah. the tapping he's doing the wailing all the all the stuff with the whammy bar like dive bombs and stuff like that's that's metal guitar like at its core and so that's I don't have much other detail other than that but just I, I had to give that shout out to to Van Halen Eddie Van Halen as 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 a, a real pioneer of of metal guitar playing what an icon yeah for real yeah reals. yeah well last one I had anything prepared for another good shout out is to Sir Christopher Lee um, <laughs> yes <laughs> that, uh, I went ahead and just looked up the Wikipedia section on his music career uh, describing his operatic bass voice talked about how he sang on a couple of soundtracks uh, the closing credits for the 1994 horror film Funny Man things like that but that he first started singing heavy metal music by doing a duet with Fabio Leone, I don't know how to say that, uh, lead vocalist of the Italian symphonic power metal band Rhapsody of Fire. Um, on one of their songs that they did, he did a lot of uh, vocal backings and things like that. He was a narrator for some things, and he <laughs> he wrote the song Jingle Hell that we talked about <laughs> quickly at Christmas time, which uh, got him on the Billboard Hot 100 chart at number 22, which made him the oldest living performer to ever enter the music charts at 91 years old. Wow. <laughs> That's epic. And then after getting media attention for it, the song rose to 18, and then he became the oldest person to have a top 20 hit. He released 
a, a third EP in May of 2014 called Metal Knight to celebrate his 92nd birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so on this EP, it talked about how he sang My Way, which uh, has some things inspired by the opera Carmen and the Impossible Dream and I, Don Quixote from Don Quixote, to which he said that he was inspired to record those songs because, quote, as far as I am concerned, Don Quixote is the most metal fictional character that I know. <laughs> so he has a couple of little things in there. Uh, he has another Christmas song that he said is, quote, lighthearted, joyful, and fun. And at my age, the most important thing for me is to keep active by doing things I truly enjoy. I do not know how long I'm going to be around. So every day is a celebration and I want to share it with my fans. And then shortly after one of his last songs released, I think was when he'd passed away. But what a cool guy. And where again, I don't love any of like the big like screaming whatever stuff there like and not to say that he's screaming he has again this operatic whatever it's not super my vibe but that's so cool <laughs> it's christopher lee doing it at such an old age i think that's amazing i'm really hoping that this is like a surprise to someone but yes this is the same christopher lee that was <laughs> saruman and count dooku like yes there's no other christopher lee other than the iconic Sir Christopher Lee. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so unbelievable. I love it. I my his uh, his Christmas albums are my always my go to listens of the year. They're like something <laughs> I listen to every Christmas time. <laughs> so good. Uh, well, it. let's see, Alex. Do you want to kind of give us the Cliff Notes version of, or unless there's anybody else you want to go into detail about? Uh, no, let's. I, I can do the Cliff Notes of the rest of rest of mine my main ones. All right, sweet. All right, so we've got Brothers of Metal, who are a Swedish power metal band. Very much like Viking-esque stuff, um, founded in 2012. Also with that same vibe, Amon Amarth, uh, who are also a Swedish death metal band, uh, formed in 1992. And they say they take their name from the Sindarin name of Mount Doom uh, from Middle Earth. This is accurate. They are also Viking <laughs> mythology. Uh, I was gonna sit. I was gonna ask. Yeah, have you? Did you read about that in the Silmarillion? Is that where that's from? I did. Yes. Yep. Okay. And then and also Orodruin is the other name. Which there is also another metal band named Orodruin, which is the other <laughs> Elvish name for Mount Doom. <laughs> well, so I better good. put it on my list. <laughs> gonna go on there now. Uh, Necrogoblicon, uh, <laughs> <Yes>! which is <laughs> tell us a little more about Necrogoblicon. <laughs> they're they're one of my my recent like loves that like I almost listen to them daily now. Uh, they're so an American good. melodic death metal band based in Los Angeles, California. So if they're ever at home, you should go see them, Aaron. Yes, for sure. Their whole vibe. They were founded in 2006. Their whole vibe is that so that. I mean, they kind of talk about it in one of their songs. We need a gimmick is what the song is called. They're talking about how everyone's got a gimmick for their like band. And I feel like nowadays that's all I've been talking about is I've got Viking metal, pirate fantasy metal, metal pirate metal, uh, all this stuff. And so their gimmick is that they have a goblin. Uh, so one of their band members, uh, Dave Rispoli, uh, his, he does not appear as himself on stage. He is John Goblicon. John! John, John Goblicon, who wears an entire, like, like full get up. prosthetics. Like, look, like look it's him insane. Up. Oh, it's insane. Looking, full prosthetics, yeah. long fingers. Uh, he's got, like, a hunched back, and he's 
like sings in this like gobliny voice. Um, he's also got a, a, to- a talk show called <laughs> Right Right Now with John Goblicon. Wow, uh, which is one of the name of one of their songs right now. And uh, yeah, it's also one of those bands that like gets in my head very easily, and I start just like singing to Shannon, bears. like the song Bears. bears. And they're just saying bears, 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 bears. Yep, that's it. That's the whole song. They sing about other parts of it, but that's like the chorus. And then let's see. Our next one is Power Wolf, a German power metal band founded in 2003. Their vibe is that they are Catholic priests and werewolves at the same time. Um, they have religious themes and imagery in theirs, uh, as well as like gothic-tinged compositions, corpse paint, sing about werewolves and vampires. But they're really cool. Now we're going to go to uh, a new one that I discovered last year called Bloody Wood. Um, they are an Indian heavy metal band from New Delhi, formed in 2016. And they they combine the like Bollywood themes with metal hmm that's cool they're really cool uh we've got wind rose an italian power metal band formed in 2009 who are dwarven metal here's another gimmick yes. that we've got they uh they their lyrical themes are inspired by the work of J.R.R. tolkien especially tolkien's dwarves one of their uh, top songs that they that everyone recognizes even from like tiktok recently i've been seeing pop up is diggy diggy hole <laughs> So Where they're good. singing about how they are dwarves and they're digging in a hole, diggy diggy hole, diggy diggy hole. <laughs> but yeah, they're a really cool, really fun band. Well, and they posted when they were on tour, same thing. Instead of a mosh pit or rowing pit, they had a mining pit of people <laughs> doing their pickaxes. <laughs> oh, it's so I'm really good. sad that last year when I saw uh, Ailstorm and Gloryhammer live, they were playing the same day in Salt Lake City, like the same night. And so I like had to choose which one to go see. So now next time that they're playing at the same time, I'll have to choose uh, a Windrose. Um, we're going to go back in time. Did we talk about Led Zeppelin? Uh, only in passing. Yeah, yeah. Just in passing. Okay. Uh, so Led Zeppelin is one of my favorites. Um, formed 1968 to 1980 they're just you know a classic rock slash metal they're classified as like blues rock or heavy metal but i'm gonna put them in the the, song or the the album i think yeah depends on the song or the album uh last couple are unleash the archers a canadian power metal band uh they fuse heavy metal, power metal, and like fantasy-esque stuff. Uh, and then my last one is Metalite. Um, they're a Swedish metal band formed in 2015. They, uh, they formed to create melodic and memorable metal songs that resonate with audiences worldwide. Uh, and they, uh, the Metalite has uh, some really, really cool like fantasy vibes as well as Unleash the Archers. So yeah, those are, uh, those are my main ones. I've got long list. I've got a nice playlist that I'll give to Shannon and it'll all be compiled together as well. I love this trend of metal and fantasy <laughs> being, being combined. I don't know how or why this has happened, but I love it so much. It's really great. <laughs> I feel like it's all, like, the nerds that grew up, like, (laughs) playing Dungeons & Dragons in their basement are, like, the same people who, like, they, as they, like, went to high school or college, maybe they learned how to play an instrument and then started a metal band and stuff like that. And they're like, let's... Let's name it after the Silmaril name for Mount Doom. <laughs> I guess that and does make sense. I mean, stuff. even like 
I keep bringing up Stranger Things, but you know, in this latest season, it's like the D and D D and D club are also the people who listen to Metallica. So yeah, I guess that it just kind of can combine that way, but. Either way, I just think it's great that dwarf metal is a thing that is real, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and they have a good following and stuff like that. It's it's so much fun. Love being a part of this community. That's so great. And like, even though that they sometimes like are referenced as having like very dark vibes, like I've been to several metal concerts, never seen a bat had his head bit off or anything like that. <laughs> like it's just all like accepting and and fun stuff you said it was a good vibe at every concert you went to yeah well and one of so them great. even was like you can get into the show early if you bring something to donate to the local animal shelter like yeah <laughs> it, it was like just a nice vibe that yeah, was cool. glory hammer and ailstorm if you brought something for the animal shelter you got like early entry early entry to to get like front row that's super cool I love that, man. Makes me like those guys even more. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, any uh, any others from? No, nah, I think that's a good. Sorry, spot. I've so got, many, I've so got many. One no, honorable no. mention. This is perfect. <laughs> I just read my list and when they were formed and where and yeah. It was perfect. It was perfect. No, I feel like this is probably a good spot to wrap it up. But yeah, Alex, thank you so much for joining us. This is the this is a great contribution and and. You've you've never steered me astray with your your recommendations. Everything you you've recommended, I've got my I've got a long list here, even that I was jotting down from when we were driving around the other day. And you're like, oh, you should listen to this group. Oh, and this group too. And like, I went and pulled them up on Spotify, and I was every time I was like, oh, dang, this is great. Oh, dang, this is great. So, <laughs> thank you <laughs> nice. very much for joining us and giving us more recommendations. This is awesome. Anytime. Uh, but this is probably a good spot to wrap it up. As usual, we want to hear what you think. Send us an email at thefavoriteshow at gmail.com. Look us up on Instagram at thefavoriteshowpodcast. Let us know your favorite metal bands uh, regardless of the subgenre there's so many and we I feel like I say this every week but we really did barely scratch the surface there's so much out there so let us know what your favorites are also let us know if you have suggestions for future topics or guests or whatever make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and we'd love a five star rating if you like what you hear and if you don't feel like giving us a five star rating is it because we recorded the metal band episode without Catherine because I'm very sorry (laughs) we should have to hear what you have to add (laughs) yes I really am I'm going to get in touch with Catherine and we're going to figure out a way to record some of her highlights some of her recommendations and we'll get it on here at some point so you can hear what she has to say because she's an expert so don't give us one star wait for wait for Catherine. you know you'll hear her voice talking about her favorite metal bands and then you'll feel great and give us five stars <laughs> <laughs> well i guess that'll do it until next week my name's aaron i'm shannon and i'm alex talk to y'all later bye cue the music Favorite show friends, this is friend of the show, Catherine. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to chime in. I'm so bummed that I was out of town when you recorded this. Real quick, Alex, it was the Adam West Batman TV show theme song that is one of my favorites. So Aaron, like you mentioned, the variety of genres in the rock slash metal category are many. My sweet spot is classic slash hard rock and 80s glam rock. If you ever decide to do a deeper dive into those categories, I would be honored to come back and talk about that. But I know time is limited, and I could go on all day, so here are just a handful of heavy metal bands I wanted to chime in on that you didn't already cover in your episode. The first is Motley Crue. 
They formed in Los Angeles in 1981 and were the pioneers of the Sunset Strip scene. They were influenced heavily by the 1970s glam scene, so artists like David Bowie, T-Rex, The Sweet, etc. They took that sound and they made it raw, dirty, and heavy. Mick Mars just shreds on the guitar, and Tommy Lee is one of the strongest drummers of the genre. The next band I want to talk about is Guns N' Roses. They are another band birthed on the Sunset Strip. And their first album, Appetite for Destruction, came out in 1987 and was a game changer. The glam metal scene was getting very over the top, very poppy, and losing a bit of its edge. And Guns N' Roses came in and they just stripped all that glitz away. Their debut album is lean, mean, and holds nothing back. Slash is one of my all-time favorite guitar players, and he brings the riffs on this album. And Axl Rose's voice is like no one else out there. The final band I wanted to give more background on is Volbeat. They are a Danish metal band that formed in 2001. I just love these guys. They have a rockabilly sound, and their music is so much fun. It's, it's like if Elvis Presley had a metal band. And then I just wanted to list a few other honorable mentions. Another of the formative heavy metal bands, you've got Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, Ronnie James Dio, Aaron and Alex. If you love fantasy metal, you will love him. Check out his band, Dio. He was also the lead singer for Black Sabbath after Ozzy left. And then there's Motorhead, Hailstorm, Alice Cooper, Ghost, Skid Row, Def Leppard, Twisted Sister, Kiss, Bon Jovi, Cinderella, and Poison. I know some of these aren't really heavy metal, but they are in the metal subgenres. So thank you again for the chance to chime in. You guys are the best. Until next time, Catherine.